0: Hi, this is Stacy Hyde, and I'm back with another episode of Better Financial Health in 15 Minutes or Less. I've asked before, and I will say this again if you have any topics you'd like to see covered or anything you would specifically have questions about, shoot us an email at info at envisionfp, as in financial planning, tn, and let us know. We would love to answer any questions you have. One that was recently brought up was how should couples combine or not combine finances? As I've worked as a financial planner, I have seen both sides of that spectrum. I've seen couples that have everything combined, and I have seen couples that it how they divide it up is seems so complicated and, and it seems to take a lot of time. And then there's others that kind of have a it seems to be sort of an easy system that they've worked out. One thing I would encourage you to do is if you are, this can work with roommates as well, but if you're living with a partner and you share rent, you share utilities, one thing you may want to think about at first is are you on similar financial footing? Because if you are, then it's pretty easy. You just split it down the middle and that works. Um, For example, I had a roommate when I first graduated from college. She made less money than I did, but I really wanted a roommate. And so what I did is I charged her a small amount of rent, and then we split things like utilities. Um, at the time, cable was a thing. Um, and we didn't even have home internet back then, that's how old I am. And But we split in groceries and things like that, and that worked well for us. And that can be an easy way to do it too. Um, So you do have to consider sort of what the income situation is like between the couple, because I do think it makes more sense if you've got one member of a couple that wants to live in a nicer place because that's what they've always lived at. Well, then I don't think it's fair for the other part of the couple that doesn't have those level of resources to have to pay half of that, because then that's just going to put additional stress on the relationship. And as you may know or may not know, the biggest reason that um, couples break up is not because they have some political disagreement or they, they fight over sex or whatever. It's money. Money can really has so many different layers to it based on how you were raised. And so I would encourage you to have a common checking account that you've that you both own. And that's where you put in shared expenses. I think for most people, it's good to have some money that you're own that you can have. It can be a security or, um, whatever, or it may not make sense. When my husband and I first got married, he likes to tell people, he, uh, quit work on Wednesday, got married on Saturday, went to Europe for two weeks the next day came back started law school so he had no income so for us to have separate accounts really made no sense because there was only one income so we combined everything and went from there but we did really talk about how we were going to spend money and one of the things that was important for us was even as poor as we were we paid a housekeeper because that was just something we knew was going to be an issue because it had been an issue when we were dating. Um, he lived with a friend of his from college and their apartment was always gross and I was like that's gross this is, you're going to get ants. Sure enough they got ants um, and then he wanted to use my vacuum cleaner to get them up. No no no. Um, so anyway but back to this it is important how those things come about. So I think it's most cases it's good to have a joint account and then have an individual account. And then if there's something you're saving for, whether it be a wedding, whether it be a new car, a house, um, a nicer place, a vacation, have a savings account that you also both contribute to. And because I think to have shared goals and that you're both contributing to it, have an idea of what type of expenditure requires a discussion can you go buy a new pair of shoes and just do it? Or in my case, get my nails done and not have to explain that that's something I wanted to do. So I think it's good to sort of have that, those conversations about what we should talk about, what doesn't. And it could be just an aggregate dollar amount. I work with couples where in most cases it's the husband because it's steel industry. So, They tend to make more money, but they also can have lots of expensive hobbies because fishing, hunting, golfing, whatever. And the spouse gets their feelings hurt because they're like, well, I know I don't make as much, but I'm taking care of the kids because he's working nights and weekends and I'm doing all this. So there's this sort of war where I'm spending this because he's spending this. And I think you need to come together together. And have those conversations as a couple, not at the time when you're mad, but just as you go into a new year, 2022, sit down and look at it and say, okay, what are we doing well as a couple? Where is it going? But also, what do we want to do? And try to take away some of the emotion around it. Because I think if you really lay out, what do we want to do? Then it gets easier to do it instead of well. You always do this. Try that. I struggle with this. Um, you have to really remove those absolute statements. You always or you never. It's well. When you do this, it causes me to do this, and I see that as a financial planner. You know, because I've stopped asking people. You may have heard this on an earlier podcast. I stopped asking people how much they spend. I just look at their checking account see how much comes in how much goes out and whether they are they have any credit card debt or something like that I can pretty well tell you what they're spending and that's a shortcut way to understand what you're spending and you need to figure out what you want to be spending it on and get on the same page as a couple so to bullet down, the takeaways are, have just figure out how you're going to split monthly expenses, have a joint account for that, the money goes in, auto drafts to pay it, that'll help everybody's credit score. Then have a joint savings account where you contribute to things that you want to do as a couple, and then depending on whether you're married or long-term relationship, also set some ground rules over what types of expenses, whether it be a weekly amount a dollar amount, monthly amount, or just sort of a total, um, an item expense, whatever works for y'all. And then if it's going to be more than that, you have a discussion about it. And I think that's a good way to get everybody on the same page. And with that, um, I hope you have a great day and come back again for another episode of Better Financial Health in 15 minutes or less.